So Dennis, I, I learned something quite interesting um, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Mm-hmm. This is not, uh, can I just, I want to manage your expectations, however, by telling you this is not. I thought the, this was going to be a groundbreaking, like philosophical revelation that changed the way you viewed the world. Uh, well, yes. <laughs> every it, waking moment. It, it, it was, but the operative mm-hmm. word there is you, as in me. I'm going to tell you ah. something, Dennis, that you already know. <laughs> but it oh, good. It Love was this, this form of education. Something that I learned at the age of 32. Uh-huh. Dennis, baked beans are not, uh-huh. as I thought, green. Oh, well, you are colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> baked so beans I'm- are white and then covered in an orangey-browny goo. Yeah, so I was told they were like orangey-brown. Yeah. So, Dennis, this is not the first time this has happened to me. I, I, I have to imagine it isn't, yeah. I thought that peanut butter was green until I was about 17. How do you ever eat anything or but, do, you not associate, do you not associate green with things you're not supposed to eat? That's, this is the thing. Whenever someone finds it like, what? what? So, yeah, you know, I'm smearing chunky green paste on my toast as a kid and thinking nothing of it. And everyone's like, oh, disgusting. I'm like, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. And then I was at, I was at Megan's. I was, I was staying with Megan's parents before, we, you know, we've just moved to Australia. Staying with mm-hmm. her, her parents before we moved. And we're talking about baked beans, and I thought, I mean, beans are green, right? Like, you know, you know, green beans. Yeah, well, green beans are green. That's why they call green beans. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> fine. Look, that's, you know what? I appreciate that sort of, when animals are named after the color they are, or- Did that not give you a hint that these are called green beans, other beans are not called green beans, therefore, by process of elimination, they must not be green? No, because the bakedness of these beans sort of, it-, it Eclipses. You it think that was a more important? There, there is a, there is a thing for like the hierarchy of adjectives in English. Yes, there is, a, yeah. Like, like you, like you don't saying, say the red big ball. You say the big red ball. Yeah. Right. I was thinking big red house in my example. That's very strange. Well, it just goes to show what I think about compared to you. But well, um, it's strange that um, you wouldn't think you wouldn't have thought big green ball or big, learning, big brown ball because I mean, what's big the difference? Brown ball, right? What's the difference? Big grayish blob ball. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not a dog. I can. You're see not a dog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, can you? Well, not very well, obviously. Yeah, mm. I, I'm, I think I'm a dichromatic protonope or something. I don't know what it doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. The that's only, from, the only that's area that I've ever the, the name has ever done anything is in video game um, colorblindness selection modes, which do nothing. Really, they oh. just make different difficulties. They, so what they'll do is they'll fix one problem by creating a different one. Love oh, you that. can't tell blue and purple apart. No worries. We'll we'll fix that. But now you can't see red health bars. You know, so. It's, um, but I hadn't seen the problem dennis in shoving spoonfuls of small green pellets i guess what would you call them <laughs> yeah like paint yeah pellets like yeah. paintballs <laughs> exactly like i hadn't seen the problem with shoving green pellets or, or you know having them on toast delicious having small green rabbit poos basically riley what do you think the purpose of the dr seuss novel green eggs and ham is just a friend who doesn't want to have a delicious meal Hang on. Does Sam not want the green eggs because, like, you shouldn't eat green food? Because they're gross, yeah. Dennis, you're constantly telling me to eat more greens. You know I don't like vegetables. S- selective. Something. Right. Some. Okay. When something is green that isn't ordinarily green, that's bad. I can't. Believe, I feel like I'm teaching a caveman how but to not is, eat, like, but, a rotten deer he's found in the woods. <laughs> but there's no, like, where's the consistency? You know? So you can't eat soft green foods, but crisp green foods are fine? It's not soft green foods. It's if a non-green variant of the food exists, it's usually bad to eat the green variant. So you shouldn't eat beating green beans? I mean, I hate green beans, so I'm fine with that. See, I don't mind a green bean. 
But you, how do you how do you feel about a baked bean? I don't love a baked bean. It's fine. Like it's one of those things. It's if it's in the cupboard and I've got nothing else. Like oh, fine. I guess it's beans on toast. Like I don't mind that. But I'm not. A, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call myself a bean a baked bean enthusiast. I saw this on Twitter the other day. The beans on toast, and I won't say a UK thing, right? So it's not to offend your sensibilities. It is a okay. subject of the Queen can we, thing. Can we just address this? Because I got an email. You know, I've got another um, podcast, Half Us History, Half Us History Get Shoot. across. It's a great podcast. Much better than this one. Trader. Someone emailed me and was like, where are you from? I'm having this debate with my wife. Are you Australian or are you British or are you a Kiwi or are you South African? I'm like, mate, how do you not know this? That is odd, yeah. I can, I can, a lot of Americans get confused between British and Australian, yeah. which is reasonable because um, Australia is part of the... It's part of the ununited kingdom, I suppose. Well, it's not part of the United Kingdom at all. It's part of the Commonwealth of Nations. But if we're going to start it's playing that game, divided guess, only one of our nations has been, you know literally part of the not the uk but for hundreds of years subjugated by if, if we're talking about subjugation by the english the i mean no one can do better than the irish. i don't recall yugoslavia being subjugated all right by okay you're gonna english play, you're gonna play if you yugoslavia when it suits you and you're irish when it suits you huh 100 percent depends who's playing in the football mate absolutely unbelievable listen we should be united dennis we're both of the the enemy of my enemy united kingdom you got it is my friend united kingdom we can be United against the United Kingdom. What were you going to say? Beans on toast, subjects. What the I was going to say was that um, Americans found it very weird mm. that first of all, Americans will routinely say that um, British food is terrible. Mm. That's because broadly speaking, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but an example they call about that is beans on toast, and I'm like, that's actually probably a highlight of British cuisine. To be honest, if yeah. anything, like beans on toast is not bad. It's just kind of boring. It does feel a little bit like eating in like 1600s Victorian London, and you're at uh, in Oliver Twist or something, it's a, it? it's a very it's a it's it's a food that is very. Um, no one's getting excited about it, you know. No, no, one, no one's ah, being like, oh, bit- oh, once you get into London, go to this place. They make the best beans on toast. Yeah, I don't. There must be places that do artisan beans on toast. Oh, I they charge you 12, 12 pounds for for truffle oil and shit on the. Oh, right? that's it. Like there'd, there'd be there would be hand pressed organic artisanal beans. You know, on a on a what do they call it? A, a bread. Compote or bread. something? I don't know. On, on a you can't make a compote out of bread. I don't know, Dennis. <laughs> all right, I don't know. Listen, I was there at your wedding at the two-star Michelin restaurant. One of the, all right. I yeah. mean, you've wasted your, your money on a lot of things over the years. You've bought a lot of very. Uh, you've got a, a, a. Have you got two copies of Metal Gear Solid Risk? Just one. I, I, I thought about buying, buying a second one to keep in so I could play with the so first one. So you could actually no, play just, with just it. One. You, you decided you'd already waste enough money. But you're like, no, no, no. I'm going to waste money on something. I, I haven't wasted enough money on enough things. I'm going to perpetrate the biggest waste of money in the history of all time and buy my friend Riley a two-star Michelin restaurant meal. <laughs> I actually, I actually might have... Uh, uh, truthful, truthfully, sh- shredding the money might have been more <laughs> better. I, better I would have got more enjoyment, I think, if you had fed me the 140 euros on a plate because then I would have oh, was, oh sorry Dennis has just made a, a gesture we're doing this in a video call Dennis has just made a gesture pointing upwards mm. was that just the steak was it um, <laughs> just the steak just was the 140 euros unbelievable you like that steak though the steak was fine the steak was fine it helped put to bed the idea that like I don't I don't I just don't like steak very much I'm just not I'm not into steak which is weird because steak is sort of considered to be like a default manly man what men mm. eat food nowadays which is, I guess, which is because it's a big hunk of meat. Well, do you and know, I like steak. Well, st- talking about steak, it brings us back very neatly to talking about the color of food. Mm-hmm. Because How, I thought steak, steak was is? red. I mean, it, it, if you do, if you cook it properly, it usually is quite red. But <laughs> uh, as in, I thought, like cooked or uncooked, it was just red. 
No, it's brown. Yeah, it's brown when it's cooked. I didn't know that because red and brown are basically would, the same thing. Would that have made it more appetizing to you? I Why do they call it red, red steak and then brown steak? You know, <laughs> would you? But Sam, my ham. I do not like green green steaks and ham. But they go. I mean, they should go for green steak and eggs. That's a real dish. I guess they, they get. They give us the clue with like green beans. Mm-hmm. You, you know. want every food to have a descriptor of its As long as color, they're not unless... lying, because do you know what really annoys me, Dennis? Bluebells. Blueberries? What are bluebells? Bluebells, the flower? Are the, uh, is it, am I going to Google this? Is it going to be a purple flower? It's going to be a purple flower, Dennis. Uh, was it John Dalton who named the bluebell? Was it a colorblind these, person who named the bluebell? These are, these, are, these are some of the purplest flowers I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> Who called them this? It's some guy who didn't know he was colorblind and he came back, he's some botanist. He's like, oh, they're called, yeah, they're, I'm calling them bluebells. And everyone's just like, are you going to tell him? No? I found a new continent, a wash with brown and gray flowers. <laughs> the guy who turned up and named Greenland, like what was going on with his vision? And he was in cahoots with a guy named Iceland. But the same problem with blueberries. Blueberries are purple. Okay, well, we, next week we can talk about how I was 32 years old when I found out. Uh, blue, it's blue, so... The, what the, the the big blue big food color lobby is blueberries are about the same color bluebells are so why are they called bluebell blueberries i don't know i i i don't know and why isn't there a single accurately named berry uh, oh wait black strawberries don't what color are blackberries? blackberries are they're black. They're black. Blackberries are black. If you're about to say, oh, they're very deep red. They're very deep red. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. They're blackberries are pretty. I'm pretty sure. Just, oh, they are kind of purpley, actually. Now that you mention it. Forget it. I'm done, dude. I'm done. You're not feeling it? Like, just tell the truth about colors, man. Don't. It's hard enough for us as it is. You know, don't, don't make it harder by lying to me about the color things are when it's in the name, you know? Do you feel actually hampered by this throughout your life? Um, I always bring up your dream dreams of the pilot being dashed. I, of I'm trying to think of the, there. There have been like there's been one or two times when it has actually legitimately affected at me, but it's been more just surely like playing a board game. Are those yeah, like, it's, it's a friend it's of mine dumb who's stuff like blind. video. I mean, you remember when I played Resident Evil? What was the most recent one? Eight. Eight, yeah. yeah and there's a, pu- there a puzzle. There was like a four, a four by four uh, set of squares. And yeah. it was like, match the red, green, and blue squares. Yeah. And you were like, bro, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what do you like, want it's from just, me? It's, yeah. And in Alien Isolation as well, there's like you have to match tubes or like, what are they called? Not tubes. Hoses? Wires? Cables? Cables. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I got very bored playing that video game. Uh, Alien Isolation. Yeah. You know, I'm not a horror. I'm not a horror man. I don't like horror games, but I really enjoyed Alien Isolation. Um, it's because it's not scary. But in 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 real terms, I think colorblindness is basically the least serious disability you can have. Uh, is it more or less serious than like just needing to wear glasses? I guess that is a disability, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I didn't really think about it like that. Yeah, and that's why I didn't really think about that because it's a very minor disability. It's probably in the same kind of level, right? Oh, well, no, if I, no, no, no. It's, it, it, it's got to be more, right? Worse. No, no. Colorblindness yeah. is definitely less impactful than that. I can I guess so. I guess like see. I, yeah, I can't see anything when I'm last time. Yeah, exactly. Do you know I actually tried those colorblindness glasses one time? I was very excited. That's, I thought about getting I thought about getting those for you one time, and then I was like, mm, this might ruin his life, though. Well, I'm glad you didn't because they don't work. Oh, cool. Very, well, also so, very expensive. So uh, there's a company called Encroma, right? Mm-hmm. And they have these ads. It's like, you know, a dad with his daughters and his wife, and they've got like flowers and balloons and stuff, and he puts them on and he just starts weeping, right? Yeah, of course. And. With joy, let me, like, it's not like he puts them on and realizes, oh, you know. Th- this They've is- all been dead for you. <laughs> My children are so ugly. And he was crying. <laughs> he puts his glass like, what are these for? This is foul hell spawn. I didn't make these. 
Um, yeah. No, no, weeping for joy, that sort of stuff. I love the idea that he... Put- I can't say. Okay, never mind. We'll move on. Anyway, so I went to. It was actually. I think it was Pittsburgh. Because the the yeah. Well, we went there for work. I think you were there. No, I'm not sure if you were there. Anyway, I have, I have never set foot in. I don't know why I said so defiant about it. But I've never been to Pittsburgh. Oh, well, listeners from Pittsburgh are going to be real. They're not going to be too happy to hear you. Um, you know, it's very different from Fallout. I don't know that it is. You don't have. You, you know, they they don't they won't keep you a prisoner and force you to work in a in a in a factory with very, very low OSHA compliance, I might add. Um, anyway. DC was pretty much like Fallout. Which one? 3, to be honest. DC? Yeah, Fallout 3, yeah. Uh, was it? Was it, yeah, a, was it a radioactive hellscape with broken down buildings and what? Nah, it was just like pretty empty. Big monuments still there. Yeah, right, guy, was a guy broadcasting a radio show from the top of the Washington Monument. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been up there. It is cramped up there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it's tight space. Yeah, and the windows are really really small. Anyway, yeah. Three dog having a bad time. Anyway. What was I saying? Uh, Pittsburgh and Chroma Pittsburgh. Glasses. Yeah, in Pittsburgh. So they didn't sell these in Chroma glasses in Europe. It's back when I was living in uh, in in Glasgow. They didn't sell the Chroma glasses anywhere in Europe that I could get to. Right, but I'd heard from people that you could go into places they sold and you could just try them on to see if they worked. Right. So Surely like, they're giving up the best moment of their product by doing that. Well, I wanted to. I wanted to test. I wanted to oh, test. Of course you should. I don't know why they offer you. Anyway, go ahead. But, but here's the thing. I went into this like normal opticians on a side street of Pittsburgh city center. And I'm like, where are my balloons and flowers and, and daughters that I can weep over mm. when I put these on? And my, miraculously, my color vision is, is, is restored. Restored? I never had in the first place. Put them on. Did nothing. I was like, all right, well, thanks very much. And left. <laughs> it was hardly the, you know, epiphanical... Turnaround. There was no life. swell of music. The camera didn't swirl around you, and you fall to your knees. Saying, there what was have I like been missing all these years. Four hundred dollars. Are you supposed to just wear them all the time? I know that's weird for me to say because I literally wear these glasses all the time. But I need these to function. You don't, don't need those to I function. I don't know what you're supposed to do, but can I tell you what I tried to do? So my brother Steal obviously. Well, no, <laughs> well, they didn't work, so that would have been pointless. But uh, I guess it would have been a good way to do it. No, I tried to reduce the price of them in a different way, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Because I called my brother and I'm like, I'm going to Pittsburgh and try these glasses on. Obviously, all of us colorblind, same as me, right? We we, we have the same genes from mum. Thanks very much, mum. She tries to blame my grandpa. Skips a generation or something? Well, that it it it, it does. It like a male will give it to the, his female kids, daughters. We got a word for female kids, daughters, um, which we said a couple of times on this podcast already. Actually, <laughs> we have. Um, uh, and daughters usually won't exhibit the disability but they will give it to their sons so it generally skips mm-hmm. a generation um but mum's not wheezing out of that one you know it's 100 percent her fault anyway i called oliver and i was like listen i'm gonna get these glasses if they work right let's go halves one lens each well like no a- just like shared, <laughs> shared custody i guess but i just didn't want to well pay- you 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 get, you get two weeping daughter moments for the price of one right well that, that's that's what i was looking at right i'll buy them and we can use uh, he was so disinterested you wouldn't believe it he was like no i don't want these i don't care about these you can waste your money on them if you want i don't want anything to do with it and i was so annoyed by that because i knew that if they worked i would have bought them and then he would have wanted a shot and he would have had the shot way, yeah he yeah. would have wanted had the, and so i would have had to come and say no you're not touching them you're not having them no you snap them in half in front of them <laughs> well just it'll be a 250 dollars access fee for him to use them and i would have enforced that very strictly dennis you know me I had a friend of mine. And we talked about um, who's also colorblind. We talked about getting him one of these as a surprise. You have a lot of colorblind friends. Yeah, I do. There actually, are three. There are three people in your like you know close circle of friends that are colorblind. Are you collecting us? 
Uh, I'm just kind of keep, keeping tabs on you, really, more than collecting. Just right, okay. Aware. Just just making sure we're not gonna, don't get up to new goods. So yeah. Anyway, what you, is this with uh, Ashin? It was. Yeah. Um, and his girlfriend at the time was like, "Hey, I want to do this. It'd be fun." Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about it, and then she came back and mentioned it and was like, "Yeah, I, I kind of floated the idea to Ashin, and he doesn't really, really want to do it at all." Because he's worried it would work and be great, and then it would kind of be like, "What do I just have to wear these all the time yeah. now?" Or like he he could I, like both options are bad. He could have the experience you had, which is like deeply disappointing, mm. or you find out you actually have been missing out on something quite amazing, and you have to now. It actually feel, it turns what is a sense of inconvenience into actually feeling like a like a proper debilitation. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things. Like, if you don't know what you're missing out on, it does. Like, Megan always gets really sad when the sunset's beautiful, and she's like, "I wish you could see this." I'm like, "I can see it. <laughs> it still looks pretty nice." And she's like, "No, but all the richness of the colors and stuff. Like, it's a sunset. I still like looking at the sunset." But um, yeah, no, she she really. I think she's sadder about me missing out on the you know the. She says there's like peaches in a sunset. I've never seen a peach in a sunset, sunset Dennis. What the hell is she talking about? I think the colour peach, I was just going for a bit of a gag there about how peach is a colour and also a fruit. Never mind. Oh, I thought, I, thought, I just thought, I just thought Megan was an idiot. It could be that as well. Megan has a very specific other kind of disease where she sees, hallucinates peaches, yeah, whenever she looks, <laughs> which she gets tired. She, she stared into the sun so much that she just sees peaches everywhere she goes. You get these beautiful scorch marks and rings on your retina when you stare into the sun. Now yeah, you're what, missing out on those. To bring us back to the colour of food. Peach is a color, right? Yeah. Is it? Now I'm questioning no. everything. Uh, Peaches are a orange? more orange. Orange is definitely orange. Okay. Peach is kind of a pinkier color than actual peaches, I think. And this is this is what's going to happen now with salmon, isn't it? Now salmon is pink. What the the actual meat? Yeah. I thought. Okay. What about you, when you cook it? Does it go brown? No, still pink. Still pink after you cook it. Yeah, I'll never understand the rules. What color is chicken? Chicken is pink and then white. See that? So okay, so beef goes from red to brown. Pink goes yes. from a uh, chicken goes from pink to white. What are the rules? Yeah, fish goes from white to white or pink to pink. What? Who? Who invented these rules? Wait, it's cooked. Now you have me second guessing myself. Cooked salmon. I feel like oh, cooked, no, cooked salmon's cooked. white. No, it's orange and pink. Oh my goodness! This is anarchy. Yeah. You know yeah, it's kind of orangey. It's yeah. one of the moments that I sort of sit back and go, you know what? I'm glad I'm like this. It, yeah, it might, it might just be adding confusion. To I, my I'm life, glad to I don't have to worry about it. Especially when someone things. puts you on the spot and it's like, what color is this? What color is this? I'm like, I don't oh know. My <laughs> so this is, I mean, I, I've done this so many times and, you know, I don't know how much more mileage we're going to get out of colorblind chat, but like every time I say to someone, oh, I'm colorblind. They're like, really? And they what hold something else. What color is this? It's like, I don't know. I just told you. I'm colorblind. You know, you don't say that to someone. It's like, oh, I'm a bit hard of hearing. Oh, re- oh really? Can you hear this? <laughs> like, you don't test other people's disabilities. You, don't test. <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> what, when, I know it comes from interest rather than skepticism. But if there's someone, you know, who's walking around on crutches because they've broken their leg, you don't kick away one of the crutches and say, all right, go and get it. Prove to me that Gives you can't a hop, walk yeah. properly. <laughs> Prove to me that you can't walk properly. I, um, I have, you won't believe this, yet another friend who is colorblind, Riley. Is this outside of the three that I. We've been. Yes. Is this outside of me, Oshin, and the guy that I met at your news party who I can't remember his name? Class is colorblind. Is Carl maybe colorblind? UN guy? Oh, Alex is colorblind. Yeah, yeah. that's true. The guy who works at the UN. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah, colorblind. No, yeah. no, it's a fourth person still. Four, okay, well, you've got a large portfolio. You've got a lot of us to keep track of. 
I know. Yeah. Uh, and you remember he was telling me about the first time him and his girlfriend tried LSD. Okay. And they were at home. Mm. And they were in the process of their home. And they were having a good time. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend Wait, went to her wardrobe. Having a good time? Or were they just having a good time? No. I think they were like lying on, lying on a bed being like, look at the colors. Of okay. They, so, yeah. They were having a good time in a literal sense rather than a figure of one gone. And his girlfriend went to her wardrobe and opened it and had all these colorful dresses yeah, yeah. and shirts and pants. And she's like, oh, my God. Well, this is like – and she's like leafing through it and picking out stuff to put on. Mm. And he was like, oh, I'm going to do that. And he goes to his wardrobe and opens it. And it's just gray slacks yeah, and yeah, black yeah, shirts. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no. Yeah, no exactly the same. <laughs> I mean, you know, Dennis. You know how many colors I wear. You're wearing gray right now. I wear blue, gray, white, black. And sometimes when I'm feeling adventurous, a little bit of red. Mm-hmm, or brown. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Could be brown. Could be either. Could be, could be, a, could be either. I certainly don't know. I've got no way of telling. Uh, what I want... So, you mentioned something at the start of this podcast, mm. which was to do with you eating these foods when you were a kid, especially. Yeah. And something that I've happened upon, uh, and this might be because, as we alluded to, my Eastern European origin, mm. is there are many things that I ate as a child that I have since tr- appear, you know, become clear to me are not things that every child <laughs> eats or is exposed to in their household. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Dennis, Dennis's family fled the war in the Balkans in the 90s. Um, mm. He is uh, technically Croatian, culturally Bosnian. Yep. Yeah. And and 100% party animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> also Irish, but yes, go on. <laughs> yes. Um, so, for example, we—I I remember like talking to my friends about this, you know, even quite recently, and finding out it's not normal to mm. eat a half a loaf of bread and a whole tub of chicken liver for dinner. <laughs> so, so that's something we would routinely do. Okay. So talk to me about this, Dennis. So your family, you, you, your mum and your dad, you got no siblings. Mm-hmm. You would sit down at the table mm-hmm. and you'd have a half a loaf of bread and a chicken liver. Yeah, so you get chopped chicken liver, you fry it. So is it like pate? Um, in a pan. Kind of. Is it's it? much more chewy. It's much chewier, much more solid. And then um, you eat like a- What form take? Is it like- I don't know, uh, uh, sort of bean-sized chunks, I guess. Okay, all right, yeah, because I can't say- And then you'd eat a, piece, eat a piece of liver, and then you usually like dip the bread in the pan, in the pan with like the oil and the fat yes, loss yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Eat that. And after a while, I remember that a bunch until I was, you know, nine or ten years old- mm. And then when I was 16 or so, I was like, how can we never eat um, chicken liver anymore? And my mom looked at me and she's like, because we're not poor anymore, Dennis. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. I didn't know. I quite liked it. Yeah. I didn't know. And she's like, no, humans aren't really supposed to eat that stuff. No. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't no, realize. This, this, was, uh, this was just the best that we could do at the time. But now, you know, now you're eating foie gras. You're, now you're eating goose liver, Dennis. You've moved up. In yeah. Now, now suddenly having liver at the wedding is nice. Yeah, but exactly. You know, well, it's you like, want to pan fry some expiring chicken liver from Tesco at home. And, everyone, and everyone's you. judging you. Did you, yeah. um, did you, did the kids come after you at school because of your, like, did you, did you have like a poor kid's lunch at school? No, I definitely had weird lunches from time to yeah. time though. I would go through phases. Mm-hmm. Like there was a phase where my mom would only ever make me prawn sandwiches. Pr- uh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to stop you there once again, Dennis. Prawn sandwiches. Yeah. So like a slice of bread, a bunch of prawns, <laughs> slice of bread, maybe some butter. Okay. That, that, okay. I can't. So just like, just some prawns, just the little <laughs> ring bits at the end of the prawn, the, like near their butthole, and just them. No, just the tiny prawns, just the really tiny small ones. ones yeah, 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 just like not. Yeah. A whole, you didn't have to like 
No, it didn't have eyes and, and like limbs, yeah. Because that's a normal way to eat prawns, apparently. My brother loves eating prawns like that. He loves to peel his own prawns before he eats them, which I find disgusting. Oh, I had a restaurant a while ago with Nikki, yeah. and she They're would just bugs, take, dude. like... like no They're thanks. horrible, yeah. Okay, that's the weirdest sandwich I've ever heard. Prawn sandwich? That's such a weird thing to have, like... I don't like prawns, but I can see why people do. Like having your pasta on a pizza, even I, I don't know. Sure, have it in a sandwich with your lunch. That's I, I guess there's no law against that, Dennis. But I kind of feel like there should be. See, I got the, teased um, because I didn't have like roll-ups, you know, because my mum didn't like a, like, we, like a fruit roll, like a well, what do we call them here? Oh my god, like the 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 the, the, the child candy tape. The th- <laughs> Is that what it's called in Croatia? <laughs> yeah, child candy tape. Oh, Sweet tape. Oh, um, yeah, no, we just, mum, we always had like healthy lunches, you know, so instead of a fruit roll up, I'd just oh, have boom. fruit. Ugh, and you'd roll it yourself. I'd have you'd to roll it, it with myself. your palms. Yeah. In the ad for fruit roll ups when I was a kid, it was pictures or like a video of, of fruit uh, with someone hitting it with a very large hammer. And so, like, to make the fruit roll up. Exactly, to make it flat, right? So you get an apple, smash it with a hammer, and then you'd have a roll up. It didn't work like that. I, uh, you know, you found out through science. I, I wish I could say that I did, but I don't think I ever actually tried it. I think I just relied on my common sense or else that wouldn't happen. But I got teased because I didn't. I don't know if it was a poor kid's lunch, but I definitely had like healthy, boring lunches. I also had a extremely skewed perspective of what um, the phrase macaroni and cheese means. Uh, was it's a capital M and a lowercase c or? No, it's just a different C. So ca- macaroni and cheese to me, and I would love macaroni and cheese growing up. Mm. Uh, but it did not come out of a craft box no. from Trader Joe's or whatever. My mom would make some pasta. And then go out to the back and milk the cow that you brought with you. Milk from the cow. Here. No, no. S- stir some cottage cheese into it. Ooh. Hear me out. I don't <laughs> want to so hear you far- out. I already hate this. I'm so foreign sometimes, dude. Get a knob of butter, put it in a pan, okay. melt that, yeah. pour it on top of it, okay, and good. then... Get a bunch of salt and a whole onion, and you'd eat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I need to stop you on the whole onion. What happened to the whole onion? Was that a garnish? You, no, you like eat a smooth little thing, to take rip off a hunk of onion, dip it in the salt, eat a piece of onion. Did you not have knives to cut up the <laughs> onion? You just rip it apart. That's I like. I, okay. All right. Look, I don't want to throw shade in anyone's culture, cultural practices or, you know, culinary. Again, I don't know that this was a cultural choice. <laughs> Just chop this the onion up and fry it with the butter. That sounds delicious. No, no, no. Raw onion. We, I ate a lot of raw onion. <laughs> I have to say, I don't mind a raw onion. I don't mind raw onion. I like, really? I like red onion. I have, red, I, I have okay, found a question. Is, it, is red onion red? It's purple. <sighs> So now I should just guess that every food that has a colour in front of it is purple. Is purple? A green bean's yeah. purple or are they the anomaly? They're kind of a purple. No, they are green. I don't, uh, I don't, but I don't mind a red onion. I don't, I actually, I, 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 a fa- I, I love cottage cheese. I think I'd, I can't stand cottage cheese. But when it's all buttery and stuff, it's good. No, it's not because of its taste. It's how it, it's how it looks. It looks like, it looks like the cheesemaker's worst mistake. <laughs> Cheesemaker, the, the cheesemonger's shame. Yeah, the that's what cheese. it should be called. I can't. Megan eats it by the spoonful, and I just, I can't even, I can't look at it. I anymore. have family members who eat an onion like an apple. I, I You know, the, the, uh, there was an ex-prime minister of Australia who was a, a real nasty piece of work. He got made fun of for, for doing that. He bought into an, he, he bit into a, a, a an onion like an apple and was rightfully mocked for it because he didn't remove the outer skin first. But I, I don't that, actually. The brown, what, what color is that skin? Well, it's called a brown onion, so I'm assuming purple. <laughs> no, it's brown. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, I, don't, I actually don't mind doing that. At risk of making myself a, a, even slightly more uh, sympathetic uh, of Tony Abbott, uh, one of the... I mean, if you know, if he's the cottage cheese of Australian politicians, I'll put it that way. <clears throat> the other thing my fa- I remember my father eating, which I found out since is not normal, mm-hmm. is um, he would eat polenta. Okay, that's the very which small, is just like, like it's almost like couscous, right? Yeah, yeah, and you when you cook it, it turns into like a really soft like cake bread mixture thing. That's a good way of putting like it. A, yeah, it's like it's like cake mix that it's like a cake yeah, that isn't done right. <laughs> it's a cake that the was, cake the bake the cake maker shame. <laughs> It's the cottage cheese of cakes. Go on. Yeah. He would make that and then he would melt some butter. Mm -hmm. A lot of the dishes involve just melting some butter to make things palatable, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then put, and then like crush a whole clove of garlic and just pour it onto it. And he would hoover that stuff up with a spoon, man. I'm on board with that. That sounds really, that sounds really good. I think like there's not, there aren't many like savory foods that are made worse by the addition of butter and garlic. That's probably true. That's apparently the secret in restaurants is it's all just salt and butter. Oh, when, at your, your two-star Michelin restaurant wedding, we had a del- with three delicious sticks of butter, probably. of mashed butter with, a, with, with you know, with infused, inf- it's mild infusions of potato in there. Yeah, those mashed potatoes were something else. They were some, half, half, half potato, half butter, all delicious. It was yeah. very good. One part, one part. Yeah, I'm surprised because yeah. I thought the, the food is actually quite good for a, a two-star restaurant, I thought. That what that joke did not go over well with my mother-in-law. <laughs> I put that so so Dennis's uh, Dennis's in-laws are um, what's a polite way to say that they're they're very highfalutin. They are highfalutin. I was going to go with posh, but even that might be a little sure. Posh yeah. is fine. Anyway, they're very posh. They like their fancy food, and so during my speech at the uh, at the reception, I put a little gag about how it's, it's weird that the restaurant's only rated two stars. You know, you'd think it'd be a bit more than that, but I guess two out of five is fine. Um, and uh, yeah, that that one went down like a fart in an ele- elevator for those two. <laughs> <laughs> Other people seem to like it, but um, yeah, the room the room overall took took well to it. Mm. But uh, yeah, I don't think I, I think don't there think was a pleased. minority report uh, that uh, I mean they were paying for it, I guess. Which uh, that's true. Actually, probably yeah. they got a right to be upset about it. But um, was there anything that you ate that was weird aside from the the fr- the fruits that weren't you know. Like as a kid, your begrudging healthy lunch. Yeah, look, as a kid, there was a point in our in in my upbringing where we definitely had to tighten the belt a little bit, right? Sure. My parents started a business which went under, and mm-hmm. uh, this coincided with uh, the arrival of my sister, so third kid. And Good job, Mel. I wouldn't ever say that we we weren't poor, like we weren't like ever destitute or anything else like that. But I did notice that you know, mum would buy milk in bulk and freeze it. Or mm-hmm. um, one thing that she used to do as well, and I've never, I, I've hated spaghetti bolognese ever since, right, is she would, in her words, pat it out. She would add grated carrot and grated zucchini, right? Just for volume. Just for volume, yeah. She said because we all ate like maniacs and, uh, I mean, you know, three growing children in a household plus uh, plus mm. dad as well. Mum had to mum had, had a couple of tricks up her sleeve to make sure that, you know, the 500 grams of beef mince went around a little longer than it would have otherwise. That sounds awful. But, I mean, it'll surprise you to learn, Dennis. I mean, you know me very well and it will surprise you to learn that as a child, I was a very picky eater. Mm, interesting. Yeah. That's weird. because Yeah, because that hasn't translated at all. Well, I mean, in the words, in the words of Mitch Hedberg. I was. I still am, but I was too. But um, I was too. Mum used to have to trick me. So one time she made a very delicious potato and bacon soup. And I'm not really very into soup, but again, soup is something that's... Those are not constituents of a soup, man. 
Uh, well, I tell you what, she had me fooled. At the age of 10, I was... But if you told me a potato and bacon, neither of those things become a soup. Well, do you know what does? What? Leeks. Mmm, that does. And Leek I didn't know does. that it wasn't potato and bacon soup. It was leek soup. Right? With a bit, some bits of bacon With in it? With some bits of bacon on the top for added, added flavour. But I hoovered that down until she told me it was mm. leek and then I wouldn't eat it anymore. See, I hate that. You've already I know. You've tasted it. What's I know. wrong? I, I, I kind of don't like that about me as well. But like, if I try something, I'm like, oh, this is good. And then I find out what it is. I'm like, never eating it again. But I can't help it, man. It's just, I don't know. It's, I don't know if it's a pride thing. I don't know what it is. I remember, so I, like, I always, I, I usually, I feel relatively Irish. I've lived in Ireland my whole mm-hmm. life, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, since I was, you know, three or, three or six months old or whatever. But it's things like that. And then one other memory that I have, which I'll tell you in a moment, that make me feel, remind me that I'm very much still Eastern European at core, mm. which is when we were studying for our, our leaving certificate here, which is the like big exam you do when you're 18 that decides the rest of your future. Yeah, it's so like graduating from but high it, school. It, yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Do I was, I was sitting the equivalent of my SATs mm-hmm. or my GCSEs, I guess. Well, VCE in and, Victoria. Um, Go on. What are they called? VCE. What's the sound for? Have a guess, Dennis. It's not hard. Oh. Victorian certified examination or something? No, uh, actually, maybe it is hard. Victorian certificate of education, yeah. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go. Um, and I remember getting up before school to study. Because mm. so I was like, child of immigrants, you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And look at me now. I sell Pokemon cards. Yeah. But I uh, I was like getting up early. And um, what do you think my pre-study snack was, Riley? <sighs> I don't know. A pig's ear. <laughs> This is of my own volition, and at some point, oh, you've told I went from being no, 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 you've told me a this. child um, to being 17 years old and becoming basically an Eastern European either minor or like b- mid-Bolshevik Revolution writer, it, what, basically. Wait, was it beans? No. Okay. We, I wish we could come full circle. Yeah, that would have been beans. that would have been glorious. But no, what was it? No, I ate a tin of mackerel and a cup of black coffee. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Hmm. No bread, just with a knife, tin of mackerel, yep. as the sun comes up, trying to figure out how organic chemistry works or whatever. Yep, just a tin of mackerel. And I, like I, corn I felt, flakes I, I, or something like that. No, no, no. Get that brain food into you. I, I really did feel... Eating that in the dark in the morning while like pouring over some notes does make you feel like a Soviet-era like writer. And look at you now. Look at me now. Um, you said there was all, one more story you wanted to, to say that made you... No, no, that was it. I wanted to I, I wanted to see if you could remember about my mackerel and coffee morning. But I'm sure now I'm sure now there's restaurants in Hoboken where you can go and they'll serve you tin mackerel and a coffee and it's $14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that's the... Uh, it's the Neck special. It's the, the, the Neck special. I don't... I like... I So when I was a kid with, with food, like... Mum always said, because I would just sit and not eat dinner, right? And mum's like, you can't leave the table until you've eaten everything. I'm like, I'm just not eating this. I'm just not going to eat it. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll, I can play the waiting game. I Full got, standoff, yeah. I got nowhere to be. The only where I, the only where I have to be is bed at 8.30, because mm-hmm. that's when you're gonna, that's where you're going to send me. So, you know, balls in your court. Um, but she was like, when you're older, when you move out, when you're 18 and you're an adult, you can eat whatever you want. And Dennis? Did you? That's exactly what I've done. Exactly. Ice cream for breakfast, baby. Ice cream for breakfast, baby. No one tells me what now to do when it comes now to Now you're 32 and have the cholesterol of an 80-year-old. <laughs> no, I don't think, I think you're okay. I think I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm fine. I eat like an idiot, but uh, I don't know. I think like not drinking helps. Uh, I don't drink alcohol. Mm, that's true. Um, I try to exercise reasonably regularly and food like, I, I, and I don't like, 
I wouldn't say I'm a glutton. You're not mad on food, actually, yeah. I don't... It's the thing, I don't like... Like, I've, I've always maintained that if I could just have that paste that came out of the taps in the Matrix in the real world, right? One that was just, like, <laughs> nutritionally complete. Would you be first in line to get the pill you have to take once a day to uh, not die? I would be supporting that Kickstarter, like... 100%? Top tier, right? <laughs> top tier. You get. You want the art book. I, I, I want the, the meet and greet with the, uh, you know, with the creator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I like... I, oh, you man. want your name on the back of the pill That's box. That's it. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I, want, I, want, I want to thank... I want to be thanked with all the other, you know, um, with all the other special supporters. No, I, I would 100%. I would 100%. I just... I'm just not that into food, man. I don't know. I, I guess I didn't, I didn't have the, the chicken livers... As a kid, to, to the fine dining, well, fried chicken liver on a cold Wednesday night. I, I don't Mm-mm. know if it was like the first time I had nice spaghetti bolognese. I was at an ex's place, and and her mum cooked spag bol, and it was it was really nice. I was like, oh, like where, where's the zucchini? Yeah, where's Where the, the zucchini? Carrots? Where's the carrot? Why, why isn't this an overflowing bowl of vegetable strips? When I finished the the bowl, why isn't there like sort of this watery? residue at the bottom of it detritus because, yeah the- now did your mom chop them or did she strip them to make them so that you could, you could at a glance pass it out for spaghetti she grated them that's what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. grated them into small things so that i guess they just they, the ideas that get lost in the shuffle but um did they get lost in the shuffle uh, i mean it was I, I still don't like spaghetti bolognese so i think i think that's that's probably something i'm never gonna even the access even at the access place didn't like it it didn't it didn't it wasn't good enough to turn my my opinion around of the food um do you know what we did me and my brother were in venice there was this uh place that they were they had they were selling like aprons and other cloth goods and that sort of stuff but there was this inc- incredible woman there um, she had the most amazing skill with a foot pedal driven um like one of them old sewing machines right she -hmm. would get like a an apron or a pillowcase or anything else like that and she would uh, i guess not really embroider but use the sewing machine to write like a message in it in perfect beautiful flowing script right no computer no templates no nothing she'd just do it with her hands like moving it around underneath Mm. the needle right she had to hold it kind of flat on the table underneath the needle and move it around like 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 she's playing air hockey with two um with two paddles. Two pucks. Right? Yeah. And we had, I have to make sure, mum, we're staying at mum's place while we uh, we figure out our next move here in Australia after moving home. So I have to make sure she doesn't hear this because she's never not, she never found out what we had, what we wrote on the apron because it, it was in Italian, right? There were all these ones there, they had templates. It was like, you know, <gasps> Regina della Cucina and all these, uh, King, Queen of the Kitchen, all that sort of stuff, all on display. Yeah. And we wrote down in English what we wanted, right? Um, and then she was going to write in Italian and put it on the apron. Sure. And so we said, Mum, you're not a very good cook, right? Wonderful. And we gave it to this lady and she goes, uh, you know, this is not a very nice thing to nice. say. Like she's trying to read it and translate. She's like, you know, this is not a very, it's not a very nice thing. And I'm like, no, no, that's fine. We want it. She's like, are you sure? Because I, I just want to make sure I understand it correctly and I don't do No, 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 no. We want it to be nasty. That's right. Anyway, we um, we had it made in the apron. We took it back and we're like, oh, here, mum got you this. And she's like, oh, boy, so sweet. Thank you so much. What does it mean? We're like, oh, we don't know. Like, we just, you know, we went there. And we, we bought it off the site. Like, it was, you know, we showed her pictures of the ones that were there. And we're like, oh, it's just something mm. that they said was very nice about cooking and all that sort of stuff. And to this day, she still wears the apron. And I don't think she knows what it means. Is it downstairs right now? <laughs> it's downstairs right now. It's on the peg. And it's so, so funny, dude. I really, That's one of the really longest cons ever. To this. Oh, oh, she'll be like, oh, what's that new podcast you've started? Oh, nah, not worth it. Nah. D- no, it's just when we picked off the rack. I wouldn't worry. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't worry. It's not for you. It's not for you. Oh, you're a poor mom. 
I guess if no one ever knows, it's harmless, right? It's like the colorblind thing. I mean, if we ever have Italian guests over or anything else like that, I'm going to have to give him a quick word like, now listen, if she puts the apron on, don't say anything. And if she asks you- Don't say anything. Is, Smile politely. Here's the lie. All right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it says kiss the cook or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's right. Yeah. Well, we both learned something today. I've learned, you, uh, you've learned that, you know, green beans are green, but baked beans- are not, as you thought, also green. Well, well, the lesson that I've learned here is that green beans are the only thing that are truthful about the colour that's been like included in their name. You've learned that it's a safe bet to hedge on food as being purple, for the most part, especially if it's a named food. Oranges. Right? Named coloured food. Oranges are orange. Oranges and green beans. They're the only foods I'm trusting from now on. And I've learned that you are a terrible, conniving son. So, but, you know, both come out more knowledgeable than the first episode than we expected. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early, early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 